are back. It is our sixth episode, our first episode under new president-elect Donald Trump, WWE Hall of Famer. And this is the new wrestling alliance, We Mean Business. I am your host, P1J-Dub. Drink it in, man. And to my left, it is the man I like to call my very good friend, best friends, just like Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, the man known as Ichi. Darius Ichi here. Welcome to the sixth podcast, rolling on the sixth podcast with my woes. <laughs> How you doing, everybody? And to my right, my other very best friend, the legend known as Amp. Hello, hello. I was just, you know, sitting back here thinking I had one last podcast left in me. Maybe I have one last one last podcast. And let's just jump right into it. Bill Goldberg, the long-awaited return. They teased it on WWE 2K17. We actually get him live and in person. Bill Goldberg made his long-awaited return. Ichi, what are your feelings on this? Excited? Thumbs up, thumbs down? What direction do you see it going? How are you feeling about it? I am actually astonished by this. I really do like... um... Uh, I like the fact that Goldberg and Brock are facing each other at Survivor Series. I am definitely, definitely ready for this match. It's been a match that I've personally been expecting for a long time, and I'm happy that it's actually about to occur. I think that Goldberg will lose, but I'm here to see a great match. Yeah, what are your feelings on Goldberg's return? I'm pretty excited for it. Um, I don't know if it's going to be the greatest match. I mean, the first one wasn't that great to me. But, I mean, I'm actually more excited for the second one. They actually guess, care. <laughs> yeah, because they both actually care about putting on a, a match. I feel like during the first one that uh, they're both one foot out of the business anyway. So... Yeah, I think they both. I think those are both. The thing was, both of them were going out. I was like, that was their last match. The crowd knew it. They knew it. Neither one of them wanted to risk any injury for their future endeavors, and gave a shit show of a match at WrestleMania 20. Like, I think, I think they both understand that they owe it to the fans to give them the super match that they were supposed to have initially. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I also, I'm pretty disappointed with the build-up, only because Brock Lesnar didn't bring out Dilbert. <laughs> well, you can't be first, but you can be next. <laughs> I can agree with that. Yeah, it would have been nice to see um, that type of... Um, that type of uh, storyline added into the um, the feud between these two. Um, I agree. I think that the the ma- I don't even think that I would even paid attention to that match back at WrestleMania. <laughs> but um, like you said, it's it's where both of these guys were almost out the door, and this time they're both you know excited to actually be you know back into a ring. So. Um, well, more on 
Bill Goldberg be coming back, but um, also with Brock Lesnar just telling him straight up, yeah, back then, yeah, that happened, but Survivor Series, don't bring your wife and kid. Just don't. Do you guys think this is going to be just a one-off match, or there is going to be a third one? I feel like they have to have a third match, and I think that goes perfectly into the segue. I mean, I think the Goldberg-Lesnar build-up, you're going to have Lesnar be... I think you have to have Lesnar just be that overly dominant person and just and have you can and you can ha- and you can have the rubber match at WrestleMania. I think that you can have it you can have fans vested that long in these two unstoppable forces colliding. I'm excited because I like seeing Brock Lesnar whoop ass and I don't know how washed Goldberg is, but it's a nostalgia act for me and I'm just excited for that. Yeah, I mean, I was pumped when he first came out. Just the whole uh, dramatics of him walking through the back. It also reminded me how long his intros are. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I think that our attention spans were definitely <laughs> more relaxed than we in those WCW Nitro days. How are, you, how, do you, how are you enjoying the Goldberg-type character? The, I want to be a superhero for the kids, the... Like, is this the Goldberg that you wanted to see, or is this like the Goldberg where we understand that Superman isn't as super anymore? I think that is it's to the point where people just want to see Goldberg. I don't think it's where you know. Of course, people want to see him, you know, be this phenomenal athlete. But I think it's just the point that we actually get to see Bill Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. I don't know if that's just my opinion, but that's just how I feel. Yeah, I feel like uh, this is the Goldberg we need. Like, uh, he could have came out as, like, you know, Oldberg. But it's, I mean, nobody's really going to believe that anymore. That he, you know, he can go undefeated for forever. I mean, it's basically him strapping on his boots for one last, you know, monster match. And I feel like that's what he personified as, like, a hero coming in to save the day. Yeah, and I think I think it is it is a really good headline for a Survivor Series, and I think that's a perfect way to go into our next um, point, our next topic, because Raw and Brock Lesnar, and I was hoping that Raw was going to have Brock Lesnar, Goldberg was going to be a SmackDown exclusive, and they can have like one of those brand fights, but we don't get it. Those are two Raw, those are two Raw superstars. And speaking of Raw superstars, we have to talk about Survivor Series and the actual teams that they are going to be putting together. I think we have we have the essentially the main event five five from Raw. We have our five tag teams. We have five women. We'll just go. We'll just jump right into it. You have Seth. You have Roman. You have. <clears throat> Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, and Braun Strowman in the main event slot. Ep, how do you feel about that team? I actually love Raw's team. I think it's going to be great. I mean, you got the best friends as the captain and co-captain. The co-captains of Team Raw, Kevin and Chris. You know, you have the man. You have uh, Rollins, who's always amazing. And you have, you know... The abominable Strowman, as uh, Grace calls him. 
So I think we're in for some uh, good action. I mean, it's a strong team. Ichi, what are your feelings? Um, I really, I really like the Raw team. Uh, I feel like, but I do feel that the SmackDown team might be, you know, the ones to take the cake, especially what? if um, Ellsberg. <laughs> Huh? I said what? <laughs> no, I was just oh, hear me out. <laughs> Especially if if Ellsworth is involved, I feel like if he can win for SmackDown somehow, some way, I think that they actually might take it. But I, man, I'm oh, the mascot. <laughs> yes, but I love, I love the Raw team. Um, with Seth is just amazing himself. Um, you can't go wrong with having Seth on your team, and he's the best friends. It's pure, pure greatness on that team. I'm more being facetious and and uh, joking about the SmackDown team with Ellsworth, but I I think that it's actually going to be a pretty good matchup, and um, I like I like Raw's chances. Get Ellsworth out of here! Oh my gosh, I would much rather see. Anybody but Ellsworth. He's the comedy actor is gone. I'd rather I'd rather see someone making Darren Young great again. Shoot, like I'll I'll have to disagree. I feel like the Ellsworth character had I don't think that it's gone too far just yet. I feel like it can still I don't be want his, I don't oh. want his face I don't want his face on the shirt. Uh, I, I love the face on the shirt. I'm sorry. And yeah. I feel I feel like his I feel like his greatness is the same way we love Dilbert. Right. I feel I feel like um I feel like his added comedy to the SmackDown brand. I feel like the addition with him does that comedy around the main event scene. I think it take I think it takes away from the seriousness of what the main event scene is. The fact that James Ellsworth has two victories over your brand's champion. I feel like with these Survivor Series matches, they're not really, you know, important per se. Like no for these matches, no titles are on the line. This is just bragging rights. So like I feel a little comedy added in is going to keep me interested in these matches because you know i usually like a match that has something on the line so i feel like this brings something to it plus i just love how upset uh bradshaw gets <laughs> when when uh elmsworth is around dude he's by far one of the funniest characters that i've seen in a while his facial expressions just him always looking like he's always confused. It's Graham always wanting to come down and redeem himself for fucking up some shit. It's hilarious. Because any man with two hands can call himself an Uber and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about so let's talk about so let's talk about SmackDown's team because we compete we have Raw's team. Now SmackDown's team came with a little bit of a curveball at the end of, well, I guess that's a curveball for everything on Tuesday. Got Donald Trump as a president as a curveball, and we got Shane McMahon as a participant at Survivor Series. And with the SmackDown team, you have 
You have the Wyatt family and Orton, the Orton Wyatt family, I guess. Bray Wyatt, R- Bray Wyatt, Randy Wyatt, Orton. The Randy Wyatt family. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we a country have, group. We, we have Dean Ambrose. We have the ma- the face who runs the place, AJ Styles, and we have Shane McMahon. You mean to tell me Shane McMahon is going to be participating on this brand versus brand traditional Survivor Series match? He's 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 the heavy hitter, you know. He's the one that they're going to put in against Strowman. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's, I can. I, I definitely, I definitely, um, I de- I'm definitely interested in this, especially <laughs> with Shane being added in. And like I said, I feel like Ellsworth is somehow going to be involved in a match. He, but he has to. But he has to. Um, I don't. Shane, I don't know. Like I, I like the fact that Shane is in the matchup, but at the same time, you could have definitely got some other talent to be added to the SmackDown um, to the SmackDown team. Um, there could have been easily, you know. You know, others that could have been there. I mean, you 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 still have um, you still have Ziggler. Um, I mean, no offense, but I mean, you still you can even put the Miz on there. Unfortunately, but you know, uh, I feel like Ziggler should have. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like Ziggler could have been the one that could have been added in replace of Shane, but I'm not mad that Shane's in that match. Yeah, I feel like Ziggler needs to just stay with the title defense. I think it was a good idea. I like it. And I'm hoping that, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I was still hoping that Darren Young was going to get the, the shot, but eh, it is what it is. Yeah, I feel like they've, uh, you know, just to break away from the pay-per-view for right quick with the teams, I feel like they've dropped the ball with Darren Young, how they always do with with a lot of wrestlers and a lot of, like, storylines that they come up with. You could have easily had Darren Young added on to that that tag team. You want to make Darren Young great again, then why not do that? You had Trump win. You can play along with the elections and everything. It just doesn't make sense the way the WWE is. I feel like, uh, in a lot of ways, WWE creative is lazy, and they didn't want to think about, you know, how to make it entertaining. Like, the whole him battling Titus, it was really unnecessary to me. Like, they had already did their breakup. There was no, it was just no need for that. And, uh, exactly, there was no need for it, and then it's like, what we had was that Darren Young is like losing. I was just like, why is Darren Darren Young losing a match? You know, when he's supposed to be great again and he's supposed to have, you know, this legend and Bob Backlund assisting him, giving him the credentials for being great again. Granted, I can't. So Darren Young needs to go to NXT and find himself. I don't disagree with that. I feel like that would actually be perfect for Darren Young. I feel like they should let him, him and Bob go there, and have yes. him build the character there. Yes. So if WWE is listening like they do every week, you heard it here first. Put <laughs> Darren Young on NXT. We know that you guys are giving these 
commentators on the Raw and SmackDown, all of our good stuff from these podcasts. So do us a favor and put Darren Young and Bob Backlund on NXT. We're going to spell. Let's get back. Let's get back. Get it back on track with SmackDown. SmackDown. Again, the four wrestling show, they have, they have me intrigued. We have, again, AJ Styles, still the face that's running the place. No bad matches underneath AJ Styles. I love the direction it's going with them. But now we actually get a twist. We have Randy Orton, and we alluded to it early, earlier. Randy Orton plus Bray in the, with the Wyatt family. Imp, I know you had some big feelings about this. Tell us what you're thinking on it. <laughs> you know... At first, I was like, ah, this is going to be stupid. But I'm actually loving this. I just, I'm just waiting for the, the, the betrayal, you know. I can't believe this! They've been betrayed! You know, I just, it just has to happen at some point. Like, Randy just can't be a follower. I just, I just can't see it happening for too long. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on the same, I'm in the same boat with you with that because... It just doesn't make sense that, oh, you know, I'm just going to join, you know, Bray Wyatt now. Now, granted, I would love Randy Orton <laughs> to stick around with the Wyatts and, you know, at least continue um, past Survivor Series, past even going towards, like, uh, Royal Rumble. But yeah. I I don't know. Yeah, um, like I, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to keep watching. This is one of the ones where I'm just going to keep watching. Yeah, like, I hope they really get, you know, creative with this, like, I would like, you know, like maybe for like Luke to mysteriously get beaten up and like Bray has to de- rely on Randy for a little while and then like Bray starts to <laughs> distrust Luke because of Randy. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just wanted to get, you know, interested. Yeah, I think, they have, I, mean, I think they have a good, I think they have a good chance of like stretching the storyline out further to where they they can actually wreak havoc and they can, they can, they can, and they can get it can give Randy a chance to expand his character. Brady can run his promos and actually get some wins. This, I think, this is a win. I think this is a win-win situation that eventually that will they'll have to come to a head. And it yeah. and it keeps uh, Randy fresh till SummerSlam. I mean, till uh, WrestleMania. He doesn't have to worry yeah. about injuries really. I just feel yeah. like he can, he can ride this. So I mean, shoot! Shout out to shout out to freaking SmackDown. Y'all are y'all are killing it right now. Yeah, and, and I, I was gonna also say because if you really think about it, it's like, what's going on with Bray Wyatt? What what's happening with Bray Wyatt? Like every time we see him, he's either losing a match, he's in a new storyline where he's about to lose the match. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, what gives? You can't keep treating Bray Wyatt like that. Like, I think Ellsworth has a, has a better record than Wyatt. Yeah, <laughs> probably, like, in the last, like, two, three months, too. Yeah, well, now, shoot, talking about people with a better record, we're going to go with the better record of who has a few more hours, and that's WWE, the longest-running episodic television show on cable network history, Monday Night Raw. Welcome to Monday Night <laughs> and with Monday Night Raw come with Monday Night Raw, we got we came off of a pretty pay per view which was headlined by three count them not one not two but three, three. main of hell in the cell matches. 
We had one which was which was sparked which was kicked off. Roman Reigns and Rusev. Ichi, what's your thoughts on that Hell in a Cell match? Love, love, love this matchup. I'm a huge fan of Rusev. He's one of um, the top heels of Raw. Um, I felt like he really dug into that character. Um, him and Roman put on a phenomenal match. Um, just the energy of the match, the chemistry between these two since they've been working together for a few months, um, just the storyline with Lana. It was pure entertainment. I was a big fan of the match. Uh, I enjoyed it. I think that it was a great kickoff for Hell in a Cell. Yeah, like, <clears throat> I was really entertained with it. Uh, I was engrossed. Uh, I really thought he was going to lose, but he uh, Reigns was able to pull it out. Uh, but just to go off topic for a little bit, but I don't think WWE can tell me that there's going to be three main events. There can only be one main event. I'm not going to change my mind and say, oh, there's three main events. There's only one main event, and that's the last match. Sorry to go off. I mean, yeah, I I can agree with that because Every time when they say like it's like it's about to be a main event, I'm thinking like, okay, do you mean at the top of every hour it is a main event? <laughs> because if you're doing it like that, okay, I get it. But when you're saying like, oh yeah, there's just three main events. If they're not back to back three main events, then how is it a main event? Exactly. And like you know, Shane confused the hell out of me uh, this week. He was like, oh, I'm just gonna go out there and watch the main event. And I was like, the SmackDown's already over. It's only been like <laughs> half an hour. Yeah, and no, I definitely understand. I think that I think the I think the language that they should be doing is, "Hey, we have three featured bouts in one main event." Yeah. Because you have because Hell in a Cell is a featured paper is a, is, a, is a raw exclusive, featuring three Hell in a Cell matches, main evented by for the first time ever, two women in Hell in a Cell. I think that gives it a, that prestige feeling without oversaturating main event here main event there and is and that's not what it is yeah. so but i, I mean, feel like wwe fix your language but the, the rant aside it was it was a great match i think roman and uh rusev put on a hell of a show yeah i um that that last that last few minutes with with roman um, with the chain, on the yeah, on a chain uh, from Rusev. It was grueling. I was into it. I was like, "You're roaming on." <laughs> like it was definitely, um, it was definitely, it was a great match. And now the other featured Hell in a Cell match, we saw the WWE Universal Champion Kevin Owens versus the Man. Seth Rollins. <laughs> and to me, and this is no disrespect to Sasha and Charlotte, this match should have went on last. This had everything that I wanted in a Hell in a Cell match. Everything you needed. You had Kevin Owens. You had Seth Rollins pulling out moves on top of moves. And we got everything that we needed. The gift of Jericho. Drink it in, man. What's your thoughts on that, Em? Yeah, I I feel like that 
that match stole the show. Like, uh, I was entertained throughout the whole match, and just seeing uh, Jericho run in there, uh, that just like took it up to the next level. I mean, a lot of people will say that you know it was a cheap victory, but I feel that's what entertainment is. It just it kept me engrossed, and I was just trying to see if uh, Rollins was going to be able to get the win like he did that Monday, or <laughs> were they going to actually, you know, take him out? The fact that Seth Rollins is able to look strong and defeat against two people says a lot about the Seth Rollins character. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, like, I feel like there was still, like you felt there was still a chance Rollins was going to win, even though he was locked in the cell with the best friends. Yeah, um, for my Team comments, Chris. my comments on the Hell in a Cell match. The Team uh, Chris and Kevin. Huh? Is it Team Kevin and Chris or is it Team Chris and Kevin? Um, I will say Kevin and Chris only because Kevin has the belt. <laughs> but, I, thought was, I thought it was Jared KO. Jared KO. I like that one, though. I think I like that one better. We're all universal champions right now. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, the match, the match was great. The match... Um, I'm kind of on the fence with it being um, the last, last match. I feel like, yeah, you know, could have been. But um, once we talk about the women's um, Hell in a Cell match, I'll definitely explain more. But back to the Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens match, I felt like, like you said, like Impact mentioned, it was definitely entertaining all the way through um, when Jericho came down, (laughs) having a key, you know, locking it up, putting it in his pocket. It's great. It was great entertainment. I mean, of course, you know, of course no one likes, you know, the cheating, but it definitely got you, um, you know, thinking that, you know, this this rivalry could, could go, you know, further, which it is. It is, you know, probably something happened at Survivor Series is what I'm honestly thinking. Um, but all in all, I thought, I thought the, the matchup was great. The chemistry and, um, the guys really put on a great show. But yeah, so I mean, it seems like, but like I said, to me, that stole the show, but now, but we can talk about it. And again, a history making match. It's something that I'm proud to say that I witnessed. I was excited for it. And it was the first time ever you had. Right, the WWE Women's Champion Sasha Banks, and you had Charlotte in Hell in a Cell, and they made this feel like a big, big money main event. They had the featured entrances. You had Charlotte coming out being carried like a queen. You had Sasha coming out like a boss. This had a big match feel to it from the from the jump. Ichi, what are your thoughts on it? I know you're huge on it. You get the um, mic first. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy that you um, that you threw the ball to me. I'm I was definitely a fan of this match. Um, I felt like it, sh- like I said, um, I was gonna speak on it from earlier, but I feel like this match sh- should have been the main event, which <clears throat> which it is. But I felt like that last jagged spot at the end really just killed like the matchup, you know, with that table break towards the, it looked like Sasha was supposed to take a bump with that table at the end 
to solidify her losing to uh, to Charlotte, but because I felt like the match in itself was was pretty good as far as like her being jumped prior to the match starting, um, you know, with the segment with them with Sasha being sent out on a stretcher coming back like she's Mick Foley. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, I mean, even, and I even mentioned this uh, to Jordan um, through a text message. I was saying, like, yo, one of the, well, somebody's climbing the cage, and it happened to be the women. And I think that um, just, you know, her going through the table, uh, her going through, a, you know, those few tables, I just, I just felt like it was definitely a great matchup. But like I said, that ending... It was just horrible. The ending was horrible. Um, I felt like they they should have at least tried to get the table, um, like a better table or something. I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts? I mean, I, did, I really didn't care for the match that much. I mean, it was a decent match. I bet you didn't, um, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> you take a look at her. She's a slob. Hey, he won, so I guess okay. <laughs> but it just wasn't interesting to me, especially with the with Charlotte doing the jump at the beginning, um, all the botches, um, the half cage climb. Um, I mean, there were some interesting spots. Like, don't get me wrong, they 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 put on a decent show. I just didn't like the match too much. Uh, yeah, I bet I feel like the spots when um, when she uh, did the double knees to Charlotte <clears throat> um, while she was on the gate. I'm yes. sorry, while she the, was on the, the cell. Yeah, and I yeah. felt like you know what I'm saying like it was definitely still entertainment. I think that it, it was probably just me just wanted them to put on a great show, um, I just, but I felt like it was I, I felt like it was, it was decent. I felt it was wasn't really sloppy like, for them. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't know if it was, like, nerves, if it was just, like, you know, um, you know, something of that nature. I don't know. But and you know, it, it, that it, last spot really bothered me. It really like, did. Like, it could be, you know, maybe I'm biased. You know, maybe if maybe if uh, Sasha would have won, I was like, oh, this is the best match ever. <laughs> or, or somehow, <laughs> your name on me, like... <laughs> onto the raw or something yeah but i mean i i get it i understand like you know why someone would say that Mm. um but i think also i thought it was you know okay to be the main event especially with it being the first time ever that uh women were competing in the hell in a cell matchup yeah i mean i think it deserved this the last spot only because of what it was but if you were going off of match quality, I don't think it deserved to be there, but I still I see why it was there. Exactly. I understood from a historical aspect why it was there, and I'm not, and trust me, I don't I'm not knocking that. And I had I, I guess it means I had high expectations for these two these two women in the way that they worked. This was from the power bomb from the climb the power bomb, a little bit more drawn out. Than it needed to be. If you could have gotten from, you could have gotten the dramatic entrance. You could have gotten the dramatic comeback without 
13 minutes from table to stretcher <laughs> to climbing to miraculous recovery. It's some of it's like some of it, it, some of it, you just have to let it continue to have that natural flow. You don't have to exaggerate it just because it's a women's match. And that's how that felt. Once you got past those theatrics and the match itself that was inside the cell, lights out. And I hate this. And so it's the extra theatrics that took away them, took away from it for, for, for me. But that's, um, but that's also sitting here saying that for them to be in that slot, I expected it to be of a Shawn Michaels Undertaker at type of Hell in a Cell. And that's uh, not fair. And yeah, that's, that's not, not fair. fair. That's not fair to them. So for them making history, nothing compares. Mm-hmm. But I also say that to say I expect this, with that being the inaugural, Mm-hmm. That they're going to exceed that the next time this issue this comes about. Yeah, and and like I said, I can I can see why someone would definitely say, like you know it you know it wasn't like you know a match of the year, but it was just the fact that the two women this is where this is their first time in a Hell in a Cell match. Um, even Lita, you know, she got emotional for um, for the talking segment after the pay per view, but. It was it was definitely overall. I think Hell in a Cell was a great pay per view. Yeah. You know, I think uh, maybe for next time <laughs> they'll know some some ways to make it cleaner. Like I feel like since the women used the same cage as the men, some things were out of place. Like even the the hand grips. That mm. people use to climb the gates are farther apart so maybe they'll put extra holes in those gates so it make it easier for them to climb but we'll see okie doke so now we talked about how this, uh, we've talked about Raw's team we've talked about Raw's main event team we've talked about Smackdown's main event team but now the actual pay-per-view we have the one-off we have what is perceived as a one-off with Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar headlining this. We have we have a main event five on five. We have a tag team five on five. We have a women's five on five. I'm going to flip a coin. Which Survivor Series match are you most looking forward to, and why? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Lesnar and Goldberg. You know. Uh, has been a match, you know, that I've been I've been dying to see again, you know, especially since the last one wasn't that great. Uh, I feel like Lesnar is a whole different type of monster now. I mean, he's always been a monster, but I feel like now he has this uh, ultimate fighting background, and like you know, he's he, he's he's the beast. And then you know, you have Goldberg. You know, a legend. So it's just it's just gonna be entertaining to see what they come up with. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for Goldberg and Lesnar. I think that I while I feel like it was rushed, I think that I'm hopeful that this is not just a one off and we'll get a and we'll get a rubber match between them. I'm looking forward to Lesnar being badass Lesnar, but I'm looking forward to seeing the fight that Goldberg presents. Because 
I still think there's a lot of money left in Goldberg. It's a matter, of, and I like the direction he's going with the superhero, this, that, and the other, because you can go a lot of directions with that, and he can be the, and he can be that unstoppable force. So I'm looking forward to that. Ichi, what do you think about some Survivor Series? Which match are you looking forward to? Um, I'm, <clears throat> I'm actually looking forward to the Raw versus SmackDown. Um, matchup with uh t- with um team ko <laughs> team with uh kevin owens versus aj styles kevin and chris huh kevin and chris so team kevin and chris and you know for them taking on aj's team i think it's going to be a great matchup like i said i feel like ellsworth is going to get involved um i'd love to see what randy orton is going to bring to the table in the wyatt's um with shane um even when you go back to Raw with, um, gosh, with, you know, with with and with Seth, it should be quite interesting, especially with, um, with Ambrose on the other end. And um, I'm really looking forward to it. Of course, Brock and uh, and Goldberg. I mean, who would not want to see that match? I'm looking forward to the Intercontinental Championship being on the line. Dolphin and Sami Zayn. I think that has the potential of stealing or stealing the show in a way in which we're unexpected. We're not expecting it. I'm looking forward to the potential of the main event, uh, two main event um, teams. I'm looking forward to the exchange between AJ Styles and Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited, just like from a from a pure entertainment factor, the tag teams. Tag teams going yeah. against each other. Mm-hmm. I think you have entertaining. You have wrestling. I think that that's. A, I think that that we have the makings of something that I'm looking. That I hope is the prelude to maybe a possible LC type of event. And not to. And last but not least, the women. The women. I'm looking the. I like the direction that they're going with with Natalie and SmackDown. I like the direction that they have with Charlotte being the dominant champion and essentially get down and lay down. All in all, Survivor Series I Survivor Series has a lot of potential. I'm hoping it doesn't disappoint and it's unfortunate that yeah, I'm saying I hope it doesn't disappoint versus <laughs> versus I I hope it matches my excitement. If it matches my excitement, I'll be pleasantly surprised. I'm not going to, with that being said, I'm not going to say it's my uh, it's my most favorite, but we'll get a from here. I think we'll get a good feel of how the road to WrestleMania will begin. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um... Yeah, I think I think this um this pay per view will solidify us going into um the new year and what to expect from the women's division, from the tag team division for both brands and for um you know the main for the main um for the main uh you know rosters fighting uh, for the main for the main for the champions on um for it rewind and for <laughs> and for the um, 
the champions fighting each other at Survivor Series as well for their um, respective teams. So do you guys think we find out uh, who Undertaker's opponent is on uh, SmackDown, or do we find out at Survivor Series? Um, He's going to be on SmackDown on next Tuesday, correct? Correct. The 900th episode. I'm pretty sure that it should be on there. It would. I think it would only make sense. Um, I'm actually, um, I'm actually like really intrigued in what the Undertaker is gonna say. Um, as long as long as his opponent isn't Baron Corbin, I'm okay. Yeah, I really hope it's not. I got him taking Shane's spot on the team. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, and that would just be dynamite. And with that being said, this is our sixth episode of the new Wrestling Alliance. We mean business. I am the man, P1J Dub. To my left, your right, Darius Ichi. Leave him with some parting words. Thanks for checking out the podcast. We honestly appreciate all of our um, listeners, our fans, people who agree with us, disagree with us. This is about pure great wwe and other professional wrestling talent so thank you for listening thank you for listening to the six podcast bounce pass over to amp finish them all i'd also like to thank you guys for listening and uh any man with two hands can do a great podcast any man with two hands has a fighting chance and any man with two hands can also check us out on any of our social media outlets. We are NWA on Twitter or on Instagram. We are New Rest. It is New Wrestling Alliance. NU Wrestling Alliance. So, any man with two hands can like, subscribe, follow, listen to our podcast. Hashtag awesome. I didn't go on my Miz rant. I won't today. Miz is still doing the best work on SmackDown. Oh, we were so close. We were so close. We were so close to like not mentioning this this guy. (laughs) We're so close, Jordan. You ruined it. And with that being said, episode six, we're out and we are doing things. Um Yeah. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs>